everyone, this is Miss Akimoto with your next chapter of The Music of Dolphins. So yesterday, um, the doctors and Mila and Shay and everyone moved to a new house where everyone's going to live together so it feels less like a hospital and more like a home. Um, and we also found out that while Sandy was away, her father died. And Mila was able to pick up on that right away, which is, again, is just more evidence of how smart she is and just that she doesn't have the language to express herself. Like she was describing all the rooms and you have to really piece together that, um, you know, the new house is good brown sand outside. Like it feels nice to be in there and comfortable that there's, you know, a room filled with good little caves with food smells. That's probably a kitchen. So she doesn't have the language to express herself, but she's really curious and she is very intuitive. So let's find out some more. This is chapter 13. A man comes. He is from the government. Dr. Beck says the government is made of men and women who listen and talk about ideas and give money. This man gives the money for us to live in the house. The man from the government watches me play with Dr. Beck. He watches me play with Sandy. He reads what I write on the special computer. He says, can she operate this thing without help? Dr. Beck says, yes, she can. The man of the government is watching me. He says, Mila is making good progress. Making progress is when I talk words. Making progress is when I write on the computer. Making progress is when I wear clothes. So remember, she lived in the ocean for so many years, she probably got used to just, you know, going on natural. So, you know, if you were 13 and you had never uh, worn clothes before, that might be something you had to work at. <laughs> so anyway, making progress is when I wear clothes. Making progress is when I sleep in a bed and eat the dead fish. Shay wears clothes. She sleeps in a bed and eats the dead fish. But Shay does not like the computer. Shay only says little words. One word than one word. Shay talks in a little voice, not easy to hear. Dr. Beck asked me to try the computer without help. I can do it. Chapter 14. My name is Mila. Mila is the name the others gave to me, the ones who found me. Mila is miracle. Miracle is when something is very, very difficult, but it happens. Sandy says, if I live in the sea for 13 years, I am a miracle. I am Mila. Sandy gives a miracle to me today. The miracle is music. Music is many things to hear, like in the sea. The music is made by a man named Winter. I listen to the music. It is little sounds and little sounds together to make something so big. It is a bird singing and a whale singing and a people singing. It is so many sounds I cannot name. To hear it, it makes a little crying in my eyes. I love the music. I listen and listen. My legs and arms swim in the music. My dolphin boots squeak in the music. Dr. Beck says, you are dancing, Mila. Dancing is very good. My inside hums like with dolphin questions. I say, can we give music to Shay? Dr. Troy brings Shay to the classroom. I say, listen, Shay. 
I make the music begin. Shay is looking in my eyes. I am moving Shay in a circle, but Shay is not hearing the music. Shay is not feeling the music. The music is in her ears. It is in her bones, but Shay cannot feel it. How can Shay not feel the music? Chapter 15 Dr. Beck says, Mila, you need sleep. She says, you listen to music all the night when you should sleep. The others in the house hear the music also. We need sleep. So it sounds like Mila's really connected with something, but it also sounds like when she connects with a human something, she doesn't want to stop doing it. So, you know, I definitely understand her perspective that this is something that brings her joy in a world that's really strange and different and not what she's used to. But then I also understand everyone else's point of view of you listen to music all night long and we all just want to go to sleep. I know Justin hears the music. Sometimes he comes and sits in the corner of my room and listens with me. His hair is in his face and his skin is creased like the new dolphin just born and his chin falls down. But the music is inside him. Dr. Beck says if I do not stop playing the music all night, she must take the music to another place where I cannot have it. I remember she took the whale song from me. I hold the tape in my hands. My music, I tell Dr. Beck. My music. In the tired eyes of Dr. Beck, I see something. Danger. Sandy says, Mila is learning. Dr. Beck makes a hard face. Sandy says, we can give Mila something to hear the music in her ears only. Dr. Beck says, perhaps, but she still needs to sleep. I go to the window. Sandy comes to the window with me. Outside, the trees have new colors and the wind blows a leaf up and up over the water. Sandy asks, does it make you sad to see the river, Mila? I remember a warm sea with many dolphins. I have a hunger to eat the good fish, to swim with the fast dolphins. I cannot forget my dolphin mother, the good strong touch of her. I cannot forget my dolphin cousins. But I love this life too. I love the life with so many things to do with hands and eyes and nose and mouth and ears. We make food in the big kitchen. We wash the dishes. We go to the store and to the bank. We write words and draw pictures. We walk and ride and swim and play. Dr. Beck says, Do you remember a time before the dolphins, Mila? There is no time before the dolphins. Dr. Beck says, There is something you need to know. Many years ago, a mother and two children were sent from a place called Cuba. They went on a small plane, the mother, a little girl, and a baby boy. The plane was lost at sea. We think the little girl on that plane was you. Dr. Beck says, if this is true, your real name is Olivia. Your mother was American. Your father is Cuban. The man we think is your father sent you a letter. Would you like me to read it to you? I stand at the window and listen. My dear Olivia, there is so much to tell you, I don't know how to begin. I have a new family. 
We live in a small apartment in Havana. Sadly, I am not free to come to the States to visit you, nor, I'm afraid, are you permitted to come back to me. I am sorry. I must wait to hear from your American doctors and the American and Cuban governments about what I am to do next. Until then, I will look forward to a time when I can see my little dolphin girl. Yours sincerely, Pappy. Inside, I am shaking. Sandy says, Mila, if you are this girl, you have a father. You have family. I don't remember this Poppy. I know only that family is people you love and care for. People who love and care for you. Who is this man who lives in a place where he cannot leave and I cannot come? Sandy stands so close, I can smell her good smell. It is a smell of salt and sweet fruit. I say, Sandy is family. Dr. Beck is family. Shay is family. Who is this Poppy? I don't know. I only know I want to stay here with you. So we're going to end there for today. Um, We're about a third of the way through the book already, but I'm sure you've already been able to notice Mila's speech has, just in the last two chapters, has become increasingly complex, and so has her ability to express her thoughts and ideas, and we can really see how complex she's thinking, and, and this idea that she has surviving family, and that they think they've found them. So, and she's really grappling with that. Like, I, I don't, you know, she doesn't know this man, and she's already had so much change. It's, I can imagine her being overwhelmed and saying, I don't want one more new thing. So come back tomorrow and see what happens next.